0: Hey girls, welcome back to the True Feminine Podcast. My name is Rachel Cheryl. I am your host for this show, and I am so excited to jump into episode number five. Yes, that is right, number five. And today is the part two from episode four, which is how to use that magical phrase to draw a man closer to you. And so this is our second part of that. And so without further ado, I am going to jump right in as always. So get comfy and I hope this helps. So part two of the magical phrase. If you have not listened to episode number four, you can go back and listen to that. But um, for the sake of moving forward, we talked about the magical phrase that draws a man closer to you. And that magical phrase is using the word I feel. So in episode four, we were discussing how to use the word or the phrase, I feel X, Y, Z, fill in the blank. I feel good. You make me feel good. You make me feel safe. You make me feel when I was with you. It makes me feel so good inside. Um, And just to recap, I wanted to touch on that one more time. The whole reason that we use the phrase, I feel as opposed to other basic things is because feel takes you into your heart space. It makes you leave your head space, which is super masculine. So the masculine's all in the head. Head space strategizes, head space is problem solving and the masculine is problem solving, head space, all of those things, right? So we want <coughs> pardon. So we want to get you out of your head and into your heart. And, um, and so the word I feel, feelings happen inside your body, right? Feelings don't really happen in your head. They happen in your body when you are referring to how you feel. Um, and so it's kind of this heart level thing. And the reason it's so important for us to tap into this heart level as opposed to being inside our heads is because it creates polarity. For you and your man. So your man is operate is already operating 10. If he's a masculine energy man, he's already operating in his head space. He's already up there trying to solve problems, trying to get things done, trying to make things happen, trying to take action, trying to fix, right? So it's important that you are, when you're with your man, you turn those things off and you come into this receptive mode with him. And when you let him know that something he's done makes you feel good. He feels like he's accomplished something. You make him really feel like a man, right? So he feels like, "Wow, I am her superhero. I know how to meet my woman's needs and she I know how to make her feel good, how to make her happy." And that is the ultimate joy for a good man is to make his woman happy. And so um, and that's kind of their goal, right? Because that headspace and that masculine energy is very goal oriented, action oriented, and so often we're operating in our in our masculine all the time because we're independent women and we want to get stuff done. And hey, we do get stuff done, but and that's great, all you know, out in the world. But when we come into that romantic relationship, it is super important for us to lean back, fall back, and kind of come into this beautiful space of like I'm surrendering, like. And not that you're a doormat, but that you're simply this soft, feminine woman putting off this soft, feminine vibe. And uh, men are attracted to that. They're drawn to that. And might I add, people tend to be drawn to the softness of someone. And um, the more opposite something becomes, the more magnetic it becomes. If you think about science, like I've mentioned before, but in science, you know, a plus and a negative, they attract, right? They come together. But a negative and a negative, they always repel from each other. So it's important to keep those things in mind. So in conflict, um, in conflict with a man, uh, oftentimes when a man does something and it really irritates us, it makes us feel uncomfortable. It makes us feel unsafe. It makes us feel maybe insecure, maybe like we're doing something wrong, or maybe we're not good enough, or Maybe he's not communicating well with you. Um, oftentimes, what we'll do is we'll just get passive with it, and then until we explode like a psychopath on our man. Right? Have you? Has anybody been there? Raise your hand if you're sitting in your car, no one's around. Just raise your hand um, because I've been there. You know, we're all we all get in those spaces where you know we just can't take it any. We haven't said anything, and we can't really take it anymore. And so next thing you know, we're you know kind of like shouting at our man or you know in conflict we're like what the Uh, you know we're saying all these things to him and telling him how pissed off we are and all these things and um how often if I were to ask you this is a rhetorical question but how often does that um give you a positive response I want you to think about that does does that kind of action or reaction bring a positive response from your man or does it actually just create a bigger explosion than it already was? And I think for most people, it tends to bring a bigger explosion than it already was or it just repels the man or the man shuts down or walls up and then there's really no connection. And the whole idea is that you want to, you want to, we want to uh, build connection with our partner, right. Or somebody that we like. And so the best way to do that is to stay polarizing. So in conflict, rather than when you want to explode because he's done something one too many times, or he's just not coming through for you or whatever it is, I want you to go out of your head because ten you're probably in your headspace and I want you to drop down into your heart and into your body I want you to ask yourself how does my stomach feel right now and if I asked a girl if I asked you how does your stomach feel right now you would say it feel it doesn't feel good it feels uneasy it feels anxious I'm feeling just aggravated and I'm pissed but I want you to stay away from the words aggravated and pissed because Those are not the underlying thing that's happening inside of you. That's just like, you know, that's an overall general statement that doesn't really communicate to your man what the problem really is. And the idea is that we want to communicate what the problem actually is so that the man who tends to be the fixer can actually come and fix that need or that problem. So um, what that looks like is, I'm going to use one example. <clears throat> one time, um, well, I won't use a personal example. I'll use a general one. But a general um, something that can tend to happen with men is men aren't the best communicators when it comes to texting or calling or um, just they're just communication isn't as great as women to begin with. But that is no excuse. So one time, um, my boyfriend. This was early on. It was early on, and um, he. You know, he dropped the ball twice within, like, two months or something. And honestly, for the most part, he did amazing. He was an amazing communicator. He always, like, followed through. But there was just two times where he said he was going to call or text, and he did not. Um, and it wasn't anything, you know, crazy. But it still made me, who's somebody who has trust issues, feel like, oh, my gosh, I can't trust him. Or, oh, you know, it made me feel frustrated. It, it, it gave me all the feelings. I'm frustrated. Why? Why is he not following through? Am I going to be able to trust him? You know, uh, and they start doubting, right? So um, I, instead of flying off the handle and saying, why didn't you text me? And giving him attitude and all those things, I did not do that. I leaned back and I came into my most feminine state and I asked to have a conversation with him. And this is how the conversation went. I said to him, hey, um, you know, when you didn't call me, when you told me you were going to call me and you didn't, I actually didn't need you to call me, but when, but because you said you were and you didn't call me, it didn't make me feel good. And I, I honestly said it kind of at that at that slow, I was thinking it through, gentle, staying soft. And I said it didn't make me feel good. And... It, it made me feel like unsafe and it, it just made me feel like um I don't know it just didn't make me feel good when that happened and to be honest with you like I when I see my future with someone I see my future with somebody who can um communicate and have that follow through and and I know you probably didn't intend to do that but um, it just, it, it didn't make me feel good. And I know that I am responsible for my own happiness. And so, um, if that's something that, you know, you can work on, then that's, that's good. Gr- that's good. But if it's not, and that's okay too, I, I'm going to have to, you know, move forward with my, my life, you know, and, and cause I want to be with someone who can meet me up. On that level so that was what I said to him and he responded and he was like oh my gosh Rachel I'm so sorry and he was like I this there's no excuse for this but this is what happened in those two situations and he goes I will try my hardest to not do that again and he's like I don't want to make you feel unsafe and um and to be honest he never Uh, ever since that day, and this must have been like 10 months, it was like a long time ago. Ever since that day, he has never, ever like skipped a beat on following through or meeting me on a communication level. If anything, he's only gotten better. And so that's the idea is that you want to inspire them to come closer to you. So when you use the word I feel, it makes me feel unsafe because the reality is, is when a man doesn't follow through for you, or you know he says one thing and does another what what is actually happening on a heart level for you is that you're feeling unsafe you don't feel safe so some people use the word insecure right but I think insecure has a lot of bad connotation to it I think the best thing to say to a man is that this doesn't make me feel safe when you say these words when you do this or you know when I don't hear back from you um It's okay if you don't want to do that because remember girls, we're always, we always want to speak freedom to the man. So the man has freedom of choice. This is not bringing pressure to them. It's taking the energy, your energy and focus off of the man and onto yourself and you taking care of yourself. So in this situation, I'm saying you're free to do what you want, but I'm responsible for myself and I'm going to have to make good decisions to put myself in a situation that makes me feel safe. And if that's you, if you can meet me there, then excellent. And if it's not, that's okay. I'm going to move forward. So no matter what it is, you know, try to tap into your heart and try to speak, you know, if there's a conflict and, you know, maybe um, maybe he's you want him to clean something, I don't know, or help you with something and he doesn't. Or maybe you want him to communicate more with you. I think that's a big one that women have. I hear that a lot from women is that they're not getting the communication they desire from their man or a man they are just dating. I think it's really important to just say, hey, you know, when I don't hear from you for a few days, um, it doesn't make me feel good and I don't really feel safe. Oftentimes it's just simple to say it doesn't make me feel good. And if you understand the wiring of a man, which I've mentioned before, and it's worth saying again, a man's deepest desire in his very wiring, the masculine energy man, his desire and his wiring is to meet the need of the feminine, is to provide for her, is to give to her, is to make her feel safe. They want to make you feel safe, right? So it's super important once you grasp that, to understand that, and then speak to him where what areas in your life that maybe you don't feel safe in because of something he's doing or saying. Um, and the other important thing I want to add right before I finish up here is when you do share your feeling statement in an argument or a disagreement or an area where you're feeling like you're not getting your need met, when you do feel that, make when you do share that feeling, make sure that there's no attachment to an outcome. So don't say something hoping that if I say this, he's going to come back towards me. Or if I say or do this, it's going to make him want me. Try to stay away from those, um, you know, desiring an outcome, um, like a certain outcome. You want to keep that outcome open because a man can feel that and that turns into control and manipulation, which is The two main things that will make a guy run for his life from you. (laughs) He does not want to feel controlled and he does not want to feel manipulated. So when you are sharing your feelings with him, share them from the most honest point, but just stop and see what he does. Don't say, so, you know, like I was feeling this. So, you know, if maybe you could just do this or that and then you start telling him what to do. Don't tell him what to do. Don't suggest. Just simply sit there in silence. Let the silence happen and allow the space for the man to process what you just told him. And see what he does with that information. Now, if some men will be like, oh, you're just taking that too seriously or get over it. If you're the guy who says get over it, I think maybe you should reevaluate some things or um, come talk to me and book a coaching session because... Um, There's ways to work through that as well. And maybe, maybe you do need to say something different. But, um, you know, the idea is to try to come from your feminine point of view and that feminine state of, hey, this is my vulnerability. I'm feeling this way. And then you watch and see what he does, not what you hope he does. Just see what he does with the information that you gave him and with the feelings that you shared with him. And I know a lot of good men and good men always step up to cherish a woman's feelings. They always step up to meet that need. They always come to help you. And if he is not like that, he could be a little narcissistic or selfish. And, um, in that case, you want to look out for those red flags. Um, but for now practice those feeling statements, as I said before, but practice saying it with people around you. If you're having a conflict, at your work or something, you know? Even just say, hey, you know, that didn't make me feel good when you did that. Because then people, nobody wants to make someone feel bad. You know, people, especially men, they're like, oh my gosh, I don't want to make you feel bad. I want to make you feel good. That's my, like, purpose, that's my mission, is to make you, the woman, the feminine, feel good and to meet your needs. And then when he does step up to meet your needs, again, always fuel the man with appreciation and thanks, and joy, receiving with joy, and so that's all I got for today, I'm going to jump off here, um, and, but thank you so much for tuning in, thank you so much, I hope this was helpful, if it what is helpful in some way, message me on the True Feminine Instagram account, or you can message me on podcast, or leave a comment, or a review or anything like that. I love hearing from you guys. I am just so stoked to do this journey with you. And I hope that everything I say becomes helpful and um, is helpful in your life. So God bless you. Have a great day and an amazing week. And I will catch you on the next episode. Thanks.